0: Moving on to the next technique that we can use for mental preparation is goal settings. A part of the visualization that I did, I set goals for myself. I personally always set season goals. I have life goals. I have yearly goals. I have three-year goals. I have 5 year goals, I got 10 year goals I have each one of these goals You even go break it down to 1 month goals, I got 1 month goals I got 1 week goals I got 1 day goals There's a Great book called The One One Thing And it basically says What is the one thing that you can do Right now to achieve The desired result By doing this one thing Nothing else is important paraphrasing so what is the one thing that you can do to achieve your desired result to achieve your goals that you're setting for yourself right now this day that is more important than anything else that's going to get you to your ultimate goal keep that in mind when you're setting your goals break it all the way down okay uh, i want to achieve i want to go to school i want to go to this d1 school okay so i'm a sophomore that's two years from now okay what can I do in one year's time to improve to get to that goal what can I do in six months time what can I do in four months time what can I do in a one month time or one week time to what can I do today what can I do at this very minute what goal can I set for this very minute very second that I can achieve that's gonna help me get to that ultimate goal that I want goal setting can be specific, and make them achievable. Once you make them achievable, you kind of start building this momentum. It's like the snowball effect. Once you get into like that snowball effect that, okay, I achieve one goal, what happens? You start building the confidence. Like, hey, I did this one thing, you know, I could do something else. I can achieve an- another one. It gives you that ah, I feel good about what I just did. You feel good about the goals that you just achieved today. You feel good about the weekly goals. So you want to make them achievable, but you also want to make them a little challenging because if you, I don't believe there's anything in life that if you don't put, if it doesn't create some kind of struggle or resistance, it's not going to be worth it. Tell me one thing that you've done that wasn't difficult and it was it seemed worth it. Tupac, hey, babe, I don't like it if it's that easy. That's for the old Tupac fans. I'm old. Dang, I start to get up there. I'm 33. I don't. I feel great. I still feel like I'm about 25. I might not be able to jump as high as when I was about 25. <laughs> but I'm still. I I was talking to one of my teammates today, and he was like, "Bro, you're the oldest one on the team. Yet yeah, you run more than all of us. You play more minutes." You are the leading scorer on the team. I'm the leading um. I'm the number one in steals in the league. And I lead the team in rebound and in minutes played. Why? I do more. My goal for the week is to make sure I get up and I go and run on the beach. And I make sure twice a week when possible. And then I make sure that I get up and go to the gym. And run on and do the bike for at least ten to twelve miles. Five o'clock in the five thirty seven in the morning, early before I go to weights, before I go to practice. Those are my daily goals, or those are my weekly goals. That okay? Let me get these things done. And then when you start seeing the compound effect of when you consistently keep doing that, and then you start seeing the results, it would like, how are you doing all these things? Well, look at the results that I'm getting from that. Look at the results. So when you're setting your goals, make sure to just break it down to what is the one thing that I can do today? What is the one thing that I can do today that everything else is not important or not as I wouldn't say not as important. Everything else doesn't matter, but everything, this one thing will help me contribute to Everything else that I'm trying to achieve. What is the one thing? That's another book. Like I said, I'm a big book head. Big book head boy. You hear me? Big book head boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, get that book. The one thing. Psycho-Cybernetics. Psycho-Cybernetics is just an a powerful book. Napoleon Hill is just a powerful author, and he was writing these books back in like I think I just read one was called Outwitting the Devil, and that book was written like in nineteen thirty-eight. Psycho Cybernetics was written like nineteen thirteen or twenty-eight or something, and they they are so true to today's time and what they do for what we can uh, pro- uh, add to ourselves in today's aspect. To become a supreme athlete. Man, I love that word. A supreme athlete. That To get your mental mind going and setting your goals and how not to drift in your goals and how you can narrow it down to the one thing for today, for tomorrow, for the week, for a month, six months, a year, two years. But you start off by breaking it down to what is the one thing that I can do today? What is the one thought that I can think that's going to help me get to my goal? What is the one question that I can ask myself that's going to help me get to my ultimate goal? Quick tip. When you ask the question, you get your answer. Your questions are your answers. So ask yourself, what is the one question that I can ask myself to get to the goals that I desire for myself? Beautiful. Love that question. Number three mindfulness and relaxation techniques. Mindfulness and relaxation techniques such as meditation, deep breathing, Progressive muscle relaxation can help calm your mind and reduce stress and anxiety. These can increase your ability to focus and perform at your best. Once you start understanding mindfulness through meditation, through do you know how have anyone I'm talking to you. You, the, Whoever has a opportunity to listen to this right now. Mindfulness uh, is just the ability to sit there in one place, no music, not talking to nobody, for about an hour, 45 minutes, 30, to, 30 minutes to an hour, and just sit there and just deal with your thoughts. That's hard for a lot of people to do, but that's when you come to a state of mindfulness, Of understanding what's really going on around you. What's going on in your mind. You're literally taking focus and thought of what's in your mind. You're starting to understand what is it that I'm really thinking about. What is it that is going on in my mind. Do I know what I am thinking about. The brain processes fifty to sixty thousand thoughts a day, and ninety percent of those thoughts are the thoughts that we thought yesterday. But they're going so fast that we're not taking time to understand what it is we're thinking. Meditation, meditation is something that we can use to slow the bot, slow the mind down. Understand. What it is that we're trying to achieve. What it is that we're thinking of. That we can focus on. Every day when I wake up. Right. This is kind of like a must. A must have. Like a a non-negotiable. I should say. This is by far a non-negotiable for me. I wake up every day. And I pray for about 30 minutes. I pray for about 30 minutes. And just get my mind, my soul, my spirit prepared for the day. Just get my... just Before I even start my day, I start off with like, Yeah, listen God, this is exactly what I want out of the day. This is what it is for me. I'm putting you first in everything that I do. So before I even could think of anything else, I'm already in the habit of putting you first. Putting you first before my day starts. And that just sets the tone. I'm getting literally my inner body and my spirit set on the, the good things of life for my creator, from how grateful I am to be here. How grateful I am that I can just sit and talk and express myself. Express myself. Then I get into my meditation. My meditation and my visualization, but I go into my meditation first. In my meditation, I use this breathing technique that I learned from another book. Boy, listen. If y'all not understanding the power of the books yet, you might not want to keep listening. Because I probably got a book for almost everything that I read. And that's what I understand about the books nowadays. Like what they really do for you. Because once you really start reading the books... They don't come to you like the whole book hits you all at one time. It's just when you start seeing different aspects in your life where you're thinking about something, the book and the concepts of what it is will pop up into your brain and remind you of this situation, of this concept, and how you can apply what you've gotten out of that material to your life. So... I was reading a book. It's called Limitless. I don't know if you guys seen that one movie, Limitless. When they take the pill, guy eats the pill. Right? I'll give you a brief little breakdown of the, the movie Limitless. So, guy gets this pill. He finds this pill. It was like a drug. He eats the drug and he's able to access 100% of his brain. He becomes super smart and he can just pretty much, he becomes limitless. No pun intended. He becomes limitless. He just... He's able to do whatever his mind can process. He literally can do whatever his mind can process at the time. So he becomes luminous. And in that book, it just teaches you so much about how you can have... Recover, recall, man, you recall everything, you learn better, it teaches you how to focus, it teaches you how to learn, it teaches you how to think it literally teaches you how to think. It it teaches you about the negative thoughts that goes on to your head. And it th- it teaches you mindfulness and relaxation. Because to get the proper stimulation to your brain, you got to be able to calm the brain down. you got to be able to calm your body down. you got to be able to relax and get into a state that gives your mind the opportunity to be able to function at its best time, uh, at, at, to its fullest capacity. That's why the book is called Limitless, because they're trying to teach you that you can use your whole brain. And one of the techniques in the book is through a breathing technique that he learned, the guy in the book, Jim Crow, he, um, that he learned in the, Jim Quick, sorry, not Jim Quick. <laughs> Jesus, where did Jim Crow come from? <laughs> Who was talking about Jim Crow that Jim Crow popped up in my head? This is not that time. Jim, quick. Jim, quick. My goodness. So, the breathing technique that he speaks about is, I I use this in when I'm doing my meditation in the morning, is you take in four seconds. So, you breathe in four seconds. You hold it for seven seconds. And then you make this sound, whoosh. And as you make that sound, you literally just blow out all of the air for 8 seconds. I do this when I'm stretching. I do this when I'm meditating. Once you're focusing on your breathing, it just makes your body more relaxed. It just makes you in unity with your mind, your body. Everything is just in harmony. I use this every morning. It's just... Go take a cold shower. Right? That, that's another thing that can help you with your mindfulness and relaxation. Is literally taking cold showers. I take a cold shower every single day. Every single day I use a cold shower. You should be using cold showers to get your mind... But once you understand that putting your body in shock positions... If you can control your mind and understand your mind more because... Your mind is like, tearing it off. No way are we supposed to be under this freezing cold water. But if you can just stay there and understand how to control that. And do the breathing technique. Breathe in four seconds. Hold for seven seconds. Whoosh. And breathe out for those eight seconds. You're not even thinking about the cold anymore. You're not even thinking that your body gets into this motion. It's like a flow. You're putting everything in line. You're literally interacting with your surroundings through your breathing. And then your mind calms down and realizes hey, this is actually, if you can get through the first minute of a cold shower, it's probably, it will change your life. Start taking cold showers. It literally opens up your brain because your brain, you start gaining control of your brain you literally start gaining control of your brain because you understand this is only temporary. The pain, the suffering that I'm going through that's keeping me off balance, it's only temporary. It's not even real. It's not even real. It's it's just something that my brain at the time wants to just take me like Make me feel like this is a danger, danger. There is no danger. This is actually one of the best things that you can do for your body, especially as an athlete. That's why we do cold tubbing. It relaxes the muscle. It gets the blood flowing because your body has to start warming up your body from the cold hitting it. It increases blood flow. When it increases blood flow, now you can get all those little injuries, all those knickknacks. The reason why normally you have more of those is because you're not getting adequate blood flow. So, if you take cold showers, you're forcing your body to get more blood flow. So, if you're getting more blood flow, your body can get the blood to the areas that are hurting you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the show. Please subscribe on our YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen to your podcast. I greatly appreciate it.